Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Nuanas now on ESPN Radio. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. You don't see us in studio. We're not there. We're here. Tournament takeover. Thanks to everybody at the Big Sky Conference for setting us up, putting us up once again. It's a sweet facility here at Idaho Central Arena. If you've never been to this tournament, you should make some time and come because the access, uh, just how convenient it is, it's pretty darn cool. We stay here at the Grove Hotel connected to the arena and uh logistically it's about as easy as it can get and then uh, even if you have a late night you can still walk out right downtown and uh go hang out miss anything in the first hour of the show you can always find it on the nuanas now podcast our montana basketball hour featured interviews with brian holsinger carmen g feller sammy Fakin of the montana lady grizz trisha binford darian white cola Badbear of the montana state women's basketball team plus we gave you a preview of this upcoming Montana-Idaho State men's basketball game with Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the MSU Bookstore. Tournament takeover brought to you by a variety of great sponsors, including the Silver Slipper. If you're driving right now, you need somewhere to watch this Grizz game, head on over to the Silver Slipper. They got drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else. You should be watching your favorite team at the Slipper. It's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Stop by today, see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. Joined now from our third-story perch by the birthday boy, Andrew Houghton. SkylineSportsMT.com, as well as uh, our producer at ESPN Montana. He's with me here in Boise. Happy birthday, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Another year older, another year better. <laughs> I told him he's getting into the weird age bracket when you're in your late 20s, early 30s. You're not quite old. You're not quite young. Andrew says, well, I don't want to be old. And I said, that's great. Just enjoy continuing being young. Uh, thanks so much for being here, man. Uh, first, we got to give you just a, a score update from this last weekend. Uh, the Grizz Lacrosse team, they reached number one in the United States with their sweet win over St. Thomas last weekend. Uh, but they suffered their first loss in the season Friday night in Missoula against Montana State, 10-6. The Grizz Lacrosse team fell. Uh, so we'll keep covering Grizz Lacrosse. You can always find all their games on the ESPN MT app. Uh, but the rivalry 
uh, certainly has not been in the Grizz lacrosse team's favor here uh, over the uh, last handful of years or so. I think that's six straight losses uh, to Montana State. Our tournament takeover brought to you also in part by Dazzler's Car Wash, our next-door neighbor there at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Go get that legacy package at Dazzler. Starting at $31 a month, you can get their unlimited washes all month long, every month of the year. Keep your car sparkling, shiny, and clean with Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula, located right away, right next to us uh, at ESPN Radio. Uh, first of all, Andrew, we've been sort of talking about the uh, the formatting of this tournament, uh, just in terms of the, ad- the advantages, disadvantages for the various competing teams. But just in terms of the actual turnout, it'd be interesting to see how this place fills in tonight for this Monday night game against an Idaho school and Idaho State, but also Montana, uh, who's always had one of the best fan bases, one of the best followings in the league. The first two days of the tournament, despite being most of the sort of play-in games as well as lower-seeded teams, they were sweet. I mean, I thought the crowd on Saturday night was one of the best crowds we've ever seen here in Boise. I thought the crowd last night was too cold. For sure. The end of that Eastern Washington, Northern Arizona game was something special. I mean, I'm saying I haven't seen a crowd like here here like that since the championship game, For right? For sure. It, it has been good turnouts. Part of it's the weekend. We'll see how it goes here on the weekdays. Uh, but I'm, we're going to do three big things about the tournament, and then we're going to do three big things about the Grizz, three big things about the Cats. Uh, first of all, I think... Part of the draw on Saturday night was that it's a Saturday night. Part of the draw, though, is that there's a lot of Idaho Vandals alums in Boise. And Idaho's the 12 seed playing, uh, or I guess the 10 seed now in this tournament, uh, playing with a, you know, a, an acting head coach who's not even the interim head coach. Yet you saw all sorts of black and gold around here. So I guess my first thought on this tournament is the league's better when Idaho's better. Uh, we saw that in football this year. If Idaho could get back to being good, that could be a really fun thing, especially for this tournament here in Boise. That's right. The women's team's been carrying the torch for Idaho a lot, a lot of the last couple of years. But um, you're absolutely right, Coulter. A lot of lot of Vandal alumni here. They got the Vandal store like two blocks away from here. We'll see if Idaho State can actually do the same thing tonight with their men's team making the debut. Uh, but it was a great crowd, and it's it's just unfortunate the way things have gone for Idaho basketball the last couple of years that'll be an important thing to watch this offseason now as they are uh, they got a national search going for the next head coach that'll be that could be a huge game changer for for the next couple of years of the conference second big thing about this tournament is we often talk about well it's march upsets are bound to happen we've seen all sorts of upsets in this tournament we've seen the one seed in women's basketball go down i think four times since it moved to a neutral site over the last eight years We've seen the two-seed on the men's side go down all sorts of times. The one-seed in the men's tournament, though, has made it at least to the semis every single year in the history of the Big Sky Tournament, not just the neutral site tournament. Caveat, because they used to get a buy into the semis. So they were into the semis as the one-seed uh, for the duration of the history of this tournament until the last nine years. But even since it moved to a neutral site, one-seed's been in the semis at least. I think the one-seed's played in seven of the last eight championship games. So that combined with the way it happened was absolutely uh, one of the upsets in the country this year. We weren't that surprised in terms of the talent level, but the moment itself, I mean, that's what makes college basketball so great. NAU wins on a walk-off buzzer beater over top seed at Eastern Washington. It was a stunning moment, Coulter. I was actually sitting down in the stands, so I was getting the, uh, <laughs> the courtside view. And just the way that everybody stands up and explodes. Yeah. I was filming it, and you like, you got to stand up because suddenly everybody in front of you is on their feet and screaming some stuff that's not even words. They don't even know what they're saying. It's just the one of the great moments in all of sports because everybody is thinking the same thing when that happens, and it's holy 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, it's amazing because, we're, you know, even all of us that are reporters here working, covering it, we don't have a rooting interest in any of this stuff. But even all of our videos, there's either, like, the abrupt stand-up because you had to because everybody's right. stepping in front of you or the end of the video is shaking because we're all like, oh, what just happened? Like, you can't even contain yourself because it's just such a, such a whoa uh, moment. On this moment, you have to feel so good for NAU. They lost at the buzzer in inexplicable fashion multiple times. I mean, their, their second uh, loss at the buzzer against Portland State was um, like nothing I've really ever seen before. So for Oakland Ford to step into that shot as a freshman and hit it to beat the top seed, pretty special. Let's hear from Shane Burkhardt, the head coach of the Northern Arizona men after his team's storybook victory last night over the top seed. Well, yeah, I'll start with an open statement. What a, what, what a day. March Madness, I guess, uh, officially has arrived here in a Big Sky Conference, at least for the biased NAU opinion that I have. You know what? The character of our guys throughout the season, we all are well aware that we've lost some of these tough games, and hopefully we're on Sports Center tonight, top 10. And we talked before the game. If you had a choice to win January, February, or March, what game would you pick? And uh, we obviously would pick March on here. So just uh, throughout the game, great college basketball games. I, I'm sure you guys have that same opinion of it. But it's back and forth. And we need a couple breaks at the end to come through. And we got a uh, missed free throw, got a couple breaks, and just executed last 30-plus seconds to perfection. And, um, you know, Jalen went downhill, rabbit, tie it or go to overtime and or kick it out. And he, they went and doubled him and... Oakland came in. The boy has Oakland had an unbelievable tournament right now, and, and Xavier Fuller. So couldn't be happier for NAU Lumberjacks, uh, you know, our alumni, our donors, our fans. Um, it's something that we'll remember forever for sure. Shane Burkhardt, Northern Arizona head coach here on Nuanas Now it's part of our tournament takeover presented in part by Paradise Falls. You want to watch Big Sky Conference tournament games, state tournament games, NCAA tournament games. Paradise Bulls, sure to have them on for you. They got 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus a full-service casino and a sports bet Montana machine. Go check out Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Oakland Ford has been sort of a revelation in this tournament, Andrew. I mean, I've been high on NAU all year long, but the first game uh, for NAU against Idaho, I was like, ooh, who's four? He's not a guy... I recognized earlier in the year, and then you realize he's a freshman, and uh, that's what makes this time of year so cool is, is seeing the young guys uh, step up. Our third thing about this tournament, though, from last night is the defending champs are the defending champs, and they're still the defending champs for a reason. Montana State beats Northern Colorado 84-73, but it was not that close. No. They were doubling up Northern Colorado at halftime. You talk about playing with the edge. I mean... The Bobcats came in and said, hey, the top seed's out. We are going to show everybody that we are flat out the favorite. I thought Montana State looked ferocious last night. What did you think of the Bobcats? I thought it looked like the best version of the Bobcats, Coulter, because that's the way that the team should be looking. First of all, Caleb Fuller was hitting threes, which is a huge thing for them. I mean, it's such a a, a swing uh, thing for them when he's hitting threes because he's a good defender. He's a good rebounder. He fills a lot of gaps in their lineup, so they need him on the floor. But then if he's hitting those threes that are created by people doubling down on Jabril Bello or people focusing on Raekwon Battle, it takes them up another level. But Jabril Bello was about his game. That's when they're at their best, when they're getting the ball inside to him and then playing inside out. And when he's dominating as he was against Northern Colorado, they look great. Darius Brown was in complete control as the point guard. Northern Colorado tried to press the entire second half. Darius Brown didn't look flustered at all. 
and then you got Raekwon Battle sort of just floating around and doing superhuman athletic things. That's the best version that I've seen of the Bobcats this year. That's exactly the way they should be playing. I will say, when Danny Sprinkle first got the job, what I assumed and sort of projected as Montana State's best path to success is completely and utterly different than what they are. I thought he was going to recruit a bunch of slick shoot. The way the Cats looked in year one, when they had Harold Frey as their point guard, and they were trying to score 90, that's, I thought they were just going to roll like that, just get a bunch of slick shooting guys in transition, shoot threes, all of it. Now, they got good offensive players, but for... Sprinkle, who himself was just a sweet shooting shooting guard, who I don't think anybody would say was, uh, you know, any sort of Bruce Bowen like <laughs> defensive player. And Sprinkle, as I don't mean to kill him because he was a good defensive player, but he was certainly wasn't hanging his hat on on that. He was hanging his hat on his sweet shooting. But for him to have a team that is the edgiest team this this league has seen, other than Travis Takir's Montana Grizzlies over the last ten years. It's downright impressive, and, and uh, I think Sprinkle deserves a ton of credit for it, and he also has this formula where they keep the tournament as the main focus, and he has the countdown to tournament championship Saturday. I know it's a Wednesday now, but he says, guys, we got this many days, we got this many days, we got this many days, and now here they are, and they got three days, and if they play like they did last night, they're going to be unbelievably tough to beat. And, of course, the way clearing up for them a little bit, they had... Yep. They split with Eastern in the regular season. I think they were probably looking forward to a third game against Eastern Washington. But, of course, you take out the number one seed now just a little bit clearer and and maybe some interesting scenarios coming up. Maybe some interesting scenarios for sure. Speaking of Danny Sprinkle, he joins us every week here on Nuanas Now. Let's hear from him this week as his team chases the Big Sky Conference Championship. Here's his postgame after Montana State's 84-73 victory over Northern Colorado last night in the quarterfinals of the Big Sky Conference Men's Basketball Championship Tournament. Did you watch the game before this? And if so, did that impact anything? Or, I mean, it seemed like your guys were on high alert and you guys had one of the best first halves you've had all year. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. I was too focused. I was, I was nervous. You know, yeah. I don't get – I get nervous, but, like, I was, I was, I was nervous about this game just because you never know what happens in March. And when teams start making shots like that, you know, it can get crazy. So, I didn't watch it. I don't, I don't worry about our guys' mentality. You know, I really don't. I knew we were going to be ready. We had a good week preparing. And we have enough guys with some experience that have been through it that, that, you know, they know we can't take anybody for granted. And they know being us is defending, rebounding, getting stops at least to our offense. You guys have been so good at this tournament. You talk about the mindset. I mean, what is it about these guys that make them so good this time of year? Yeah, you know, we, we talk a lot about it, even throughout the, the non-conference and the conference. Like, we talk about these three days, and we prepare for it. We're not, we're not scared of the moment. And, you know, our guys believe. You know, we feel like we... Our program's built, even in the summer, our workouts is built to win games in March. You know, with some of the toughness stuff that we do, I mean, we do defense all summer. Maybe a lot of programs do, I don't know, but I know we get after it and we get physical even in the summer, which I think helps our our mindset for games like tonight. Dave Sprinkle here on Nuanas Now. It's our tournament takeover. Presented by Grey Wolf Peak Casino. Grey Wolf Peak Casino has over $1 million in cash prizes in the Million Dollar March Mania Challenge. All March long, play fun, free games online every day. Get instant free rewards every week. Make sure your, your email is up to date at the casino. Grey Wolf Peak Casino at the top of Evero Hill is a 10-minute drive from Missoula. We'll take an early break here, and then we'll transition into the Women's League. Crystal Redpath around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Tournament style, live from Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise. It's Nuanas Now. Back right after this.
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Don is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We are coming to you live from Idaho Central Arena here in downtown Boise, Idaho. Thanks so much for joining us uh, here on your Monday. It's been a fun and jam-packed weekend so far. We're already to the midpoint of this tournament. We've already watched all sorts of basketball games. We're like 10 games deep already uh, by the time we're coming to you. So a new format. Uh, it's been interesting to analyze. It's been fun to watch. It's time now for Around the Big Scan Women's Hoops. We usually do this once a week. We're going to do this every day while we're in Boise, and then we'll have a full season recap for you as well on Thursday once we get back to Missoula. Crystal Redpath, our women's basketball analyst, as well as the color commentator for almost the duration of this tournament, joins us now. How you doing? Are you doing, I'm doing great. You have okay energy levels? You're doing okay? I do. I feel like with this tournament format, I'm only calling two games a day, right. which, I mean, I'm used to four. three games in one day, four games in another. Yeah. I call seven in two days. So this feels uh, pretty nice. Well, let's just go down the list. Uh, yesterday, um, Montana State's loss was the first of several surprising results. The madness was certainly real here in Boise yesterday. Uh, but MSU, uh, they just could never find the rhythm. I mean, they missed 16 of their first 18 shots. Polo State was shooting the lights out. I mean, you were so funny on the call because you just didn't know what even to say because Polo State was like, I mean, Esmeralda Morales hit three shot clock buzzer beaters. Like, these girls were just on fire. What would you just think of the, the sum result of uh, Portland State's 77-65 win over the Cats? Well, I think that Portland State lives and dies by that 2-3 zone. That's right. And they really made it difficult for Montana State to find any type of rhythm. Uh, Montana State, tried, they found a little rhythm with Lexi and Cola in the third quarter, but it just seemed like every answer came in the form of a stop. And then you flip it to the other side, and just Portland State just could not miss. I mean, Esperalda Morales, but you also have Fitzgerald, who was 3-for-6 from the three-point line, and Jada Lewis, that was 5-for-6. So, I mean, you had a lot of three-point. It was a three-point shooting clinic. 15 three-pointers tied a school record for Portland State. I thought Alea Fitzgerald was actually the X factor for Portland State because you know that Morales and, and Lewis are all big sky players. You, you know that. You know you're going to get something from them. 
the, the thing that really set Portland State apart, I thought, was Fitzgerald, especially when they made that extra pass in the corner. She had three threes, I thought, that really broke the game open. I definitely agree with you. She's just a – she can alter a game. And But what I, what I thought was really fascinating, Coulter, was just – the, pa- the pain of discipline, the power of discipline. Chelsea Gregg never wavered from her plan. That's right. And she was just really um, thorough. And she said, "We're not going to leave. We're not going to have any regrets. We're going to leave it all out on the floor." And they played with a looseness that I can't necessarily say I've seen in Portland State this year. And again, you know, season starts over in March in Boise, and we see some emergence of various programs. We saw a thriving Portland State, and then just kind of an out of gas Montana State. We're on the Big Sky Women's Hoops, presented by Ryan and Miller. Ryan and Miller is a law firm specializing in personal injury and criminal defense. They handle cases across the state of Montana, and they're focused in specific area of law. They're providing their clients with the best representation possible. Their firm proudly handles automobile accidents, medical malpractice claims, wrongful deaths, DUIs, and criminal charges. That's to me right now, Krista, in the women's tournament, the absolute key storyline. You see NAU, the top seed in the semifinals, but the other three teams in the semifinals are led by the second-year head coaches. And I've been saying all year, you know, it's death taxes. John Newley, Seton Sobolewski, and Trisha Binford in the final four of this tournament. That's not true. They're all going home. That's a crazy situation to be in. It's the first time since it's moved to a neutral site. We haven't had at least one of those three, Idaho, Idaho State, or Montana State, in the final four. It's definitely different for this neutral site tournament to not have any of those teams in the mix. The uh, Lady Grizz was the first game up today against Eastern Washington, and Montana has looked so unbelievably out of sorts early in games at this tournament over the last handful of years, and they didn't at the beginning of this game. They looked as good as they've looked all year for the first quarter of this game. They shot 77% in the first quarter. They were moving the ball, moving without the ball, knocking down shots, getting stops, all of it. But then in the middle part of the second quarter, Eastern kind of turned up the pressure, forced a bunch of turnovers, and the Lady Grizz kind of just faded. Uh, just take us through. I mean, what you see? And uh, why does it seem that when the momentum gets out of their favor, they can never seem to swing it back in their favor? Just, I really think Montana struggled with putting together cohesive basketball. It just seemed yeah. like they would get a run, they'd make a basket, and, you know, timely turnovers that came. And, and, and they had 14 turnovers, but... It really led to opportunity for Eastern. I felt like Eastern actually, Coulter, was in control of the whole game. I mean, I know Lady Grizz had the lead coming out of the first quarter. I just felt like I look at Eastern, and they're young, other they than young. Jamie Luetta, um, but they seem like they played like the team that had more poise today. It's definitely true. Poise and toughness. I mean, I thought that was the, probably the, the separating factor. Because you're right. I mean, 14 turnovers, is it's not a great number, but it's not a... You know, absolutely, we're going to lose the game. blow up like 24 or no, 19 no, or some no. other numbers we've seen in the big sky. No, for sure. And But it was when that turnovers happened. I mean, Loetta had, I think, three steals on four possessions. There was a span where the Lady Grizz turned the ball over seven times in six minutes. And that was really where it kind of unraveled for Montana. But it was. It was just Eastern just being tougher than the Lady Grizz in that moment and basically for the duration of the game. And I think there were some concerns with Eastern because they're without J.D. Martin. I mean, they for were sure. not going to get her back. She's got a, a stress fracture in her foot. And obviously she lit it against Montana for in sure. Missoula, 33 points. Um, but I think the ball has been flowing more through Jamie Loetta for Coach Jody Gleason, and that's been a really good thing for them because they seem to be making great decisions. I absolutely love the play of Ali Alexander. She's an amazing player. I've talked about her on the radio for years. I mean, she was hurt last year, um, but I just think she's athletic and agile. 
she does things that to me other players aren't doing out there she's just she's athletic she's able to accelerate to the basket she's got a great pull-up jumper thought she was tough today amazing versatility too i mean jody gleason said in the post game that they brought her in with the intention of her being a point guard and she's been basically playing the four for them this last month or so but when you have a four that can guard the four like she can and also step out and hit four threes like she did a uh, pretty good weapon around the big sky women's hoops Men's hoops action in front of us underway. The first men's game of the day. The Grizz men's basketball team taking on Idaho State. This is the 4-5 game. This side of the bracket is uh, opened up, to say the least, after an unbelievable ending uh, in the NAU Eastern Washington game. Were you in the arena for that last night? Or I actually you? was in my room studying with it on, <laughs> okay. but I heard the eruption of the of arena. Course. And I was listening to Coach Cravens and Tony on the call, so I heard it. But, man, it shook the whole arena. It really did, for sure. Uh, the um, last quarterfinal game to get to, Sac State, Idaho. Um, it's funny because Kalasia Dean's only been in this league now for 30 games. And she's yet to play a bad game. It's amazing how unbelievably consistent she's been. Still, though, I think there was a fair amount of, I don't know if grumbling's the right word, but... People were wondering, okay, is it just a high-usage player that's getting the MVP because that's the system Mark Campbell runs? And last year, the MVP award was a little bit jaded only because Sac State came here and went one and done. Not the case. I mean, she is a dominant player. I was I was floored with how dominant she was today. 22 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists. She absolutely affirmed her MVP honors, and uh, they cruised past Idaho. And I also think she plays pretty tough on the defensive end. She team, does. Which is different from Liana Tillman last year, who was just really asked a lot of offensively, where I think Kalasia is just a complete player. I mean, she comes up to me before the game. She's like, hey, Krista. I mean, she's all smiles. Kalasia, yep. she's just visiting with me. And, you know, how are you doing? I'm great. Um, loose, ready yep. to go, positive. I think Sac State has some great weapons. I mean, is how can you even compete with an Ismail Matabo down low? And I think what was tough for Newley is he got his team looks today. They right. just couldn't knock him down. So he had his game plan, which to, was just to accelerate the game. I mean, he wanted to make it a track meet, right? He didn't want to do the set basketball that Sac State wanted to do with Palasia walking the ball up the floor. But Isnell Natabo, she got the ball two feet from the basket too much. And <laughs> right. I, I just think that you gotta you got to push her out of there or find a way or get a couple people on her. Because when she's 6'5 and she gets the ball right there, there's just not a whole lot you can do. That's what's so impressive about Sac State's system. I mean, Mark Campbell's basically playing six players. You know, I mean, he, he's riding several of these players. I mean, Katie Penuetta did not come out of the game. Jordan Oliveira did not come out of the game. Quinn Jadine came out of the game for like 30 seconds. I mean, it's amazing. But it's that time of year, and you can do that when it's just winning you're in, losing you go home. But I just love the, we do this, you do that. You choose to take this away, we're going to take this. If you want to trap Dean, great, we'll throw it to Natabo in the post. You want to double Natabo in the post, great, we're going to kick to our sweet shooters. It's a very impressive system. Mark Campbell's an excellent offensive coach. So also, you know, Salape Amusen had two threes that were just key. And so it's like you find that, they, you know, like you said, he only plays about six. Um, Jordan Olivieras, too, I felt, you know, she's the one player that has stayed with Sac State since Bunky Hawkerode was there. She's right. the only one because they have nine new faces this year. And I have to credit her. She really mixes in well. And Randawa and Penoetta. Penoetta wasn't playing when Sac State made the Montana trip in the middle of conference when they dropped both those games to Montana and Montana State. And I feel like even Mark Campbell has alluded to that. We miss one piece that doesn't flow as well. 
So we got to make sure we have all of our pieces in place. And we just weren't playing great basketball in the middle of the season. But six-game win streak when it counted, and they brought a lot of momentum into Boise. Chris Redpath joining me, Coulter Nuanas, here live from Boise, Idaho at the Big Sky Conference Basketball Tournament. First media timeout, 11-11, to 11, Montana and Idaho State tied in men's basketball. So we'll keep you apprised of the action going on here. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops is presented by Ryan and Miller. Ryan and Miller have over 30 years of legal experience. They approach every case like it's going to trial from day one. This ensures they're always prepared and ready to press forward on their case to get their clients the justice they deserve. The best way to reach them is by phone, 406-542-2233. You can call them 24-7 anytime. They have an answering service, so there's always a live person to talk to. That's 542-2233. Ryan and Miller, your Montana attorneys. All right, last two things for you then. Number one, NAU versus number four, Eastern Washington. What do you think of the matchup? I think it'll be a grind-out game. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's just you both have momentum. Um, Coach Payne got her got her players some rest today. Yep. So I do think legs become a factor in terms of getting your players ready to go. Uh, I think it's going to be a slugfest. I think we're going to see some really good competitive basketball. And I can't lean one way or another. I really think, and I've said this all along, Coulter, you and I have both said this, any team in the big sky could beat anyone or lose to anyone. Yep. I don't feel like there's any real clear favorite out of these final four teams. Yeah, it's an interesting matchup between NAU and Eastern Washington. Portland State, they are the Cinderella of this tournament so far, and uh, they uh, take on Sac State. So uh, what do you think of that matchup? Well, I just also think that zone's interesting. Yep. They're not going to allow that ball. They're going to try to keep it out of Natabo's hands, but... It's tough when you have that many offensive weapons that can hit shots. I think it's going to come down to, you know, who commands their presence early and who can make shots. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, we'll have updates for you every day. Chris Redpath with me, Coulter Duanas here from Idaho Central Arena. Take one more break and give you one last preview of this Montana men's basketball game against Idaho State. Tied at 11 right now, five minutes in. Back with more right after this. Keep it right here. Duanas now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your week. You're listening to Nuwana's Now here on ESPN Radio. If you don't see us on SWX Montana Television or the ESPN MT app, it's because we're here at Boise, Idaho. Idaho Central Arena, the Big Sky Conference basketball tournament's back in action. Right now, real-time results. The uh, Montana Grizzlies playing the Idaho State Bengals. Deshaun Thomas clanks one off the back iron. Idaho State beating Montana 20-18. to ISU has hit four of their first five three-pointers. Grizzard is two of six from deep. And... Uh, Idaho State has a little bit of momentum right now. Joined by the birthday boy, Andrew Houghton uh, of ESPN MT as well as Skyline Sports. Uh, you were watching this a little bit more intently than I was to get this thing started off. Brock McKenzie, by the way, 
uh, to me, one of the biggest Big Sky Conference snubs, not getting on one of the first three teams. He's got 12 points. He's 5-5 five five after that last layup. I don't, I don't say it up four. What have you seen so far in this? Well, I've seen Brock McKenzie shooting it with a ton of confidence. He's one <laughs> yeah. of the, the toughest shot makers in the league, uh, and he started off hot in this one, so that's huge for Idaho State, having a player playing with that sort of confidence. Uh, Montana's playing okay defense. ISU's just hitting everything right now in the Grizz. Still trying to get into their offensive groove, trying to figure out what's going to work to break down this Idaho State team. Rock McKenzie now going to go to the free throw line. It's so funny. This is what I, the thing I love about the tournament is you can feel like the, 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 the palpable energy of confidence when you're watching games. Like right now, I've only been fringe watching this because I was just talking with women's hoops at Crystal Redpath. But you can tell right now that the team is playing loose and confident as Idaho State. You can just feel it. You can feel it. I think they can feel it too. I watched them walk back to the huddle there as we just took a timeout. This is a team that, that looks like they believe in themselves right now and looks like they believe in their ability to win this game. The matchup, just in terms of on the roster, favors the Grizz. They swept this in That's the right. regular season. I, I've, I've often wondered this, though. In this tournament setting on a neutral site court, how much does being the Grizz hurt the Grizz? Just wearing the name on the front of the jersey, how much does that How much does that then ignite the other team? Uh, that's a good question. We, we, uh, we asked... Um we asked Jody Gleason about this after, after right. she beat the Lady Grizz uh, earlier today to knock the Lady Grizz out of the tournament. I think it does play a role. I think it also plays a role into Montana's mindset, right? right. We, we talked, you know, I've talked extensively with Josh Bannon about the way that they went out last year, not liking that, but but feeling the pressure of the tournament atmosphere. And, and you know, now it's been another year since they've locked in a win at the Big Sky Tournament. I think that's got to weigh in on them, too. This Grizz team has been playing way better uh, this last, the second half of this conference season. They've won eight out of nine coming into this. I, I've talked about all the things I've seen, but what have you seen, man? What have you seen from this Grizz team that's helped them turn the corner? What are they doing better? Closing out games, Coulter, yeah. and that's such a, um, it's almost like a nothing burger of an answer because so much goes into that, Coulter. But I just think playing better at the end of games and playing more confidently at the end of games and playing, you know, just... They have a better sense of what to do at the end of those games. It feels like they've been in so many now that they know what to do and they're confident in their ability, especially to get a stop at the end of those close games. Keys to this one? That's what we'll get you out of here on. I'm going to do some high school scores to send us home here on Nuanas now. Uh, what What are the Grizz? I mean, Grizz down four right now, so it's not some dire situation, but what does Montana need to do to rally in this one? Well, I think just that, Coulter, get some stops here in Idaho State shooting it really well right now. But just stay the course, right? Because uh, wait for them to start missing a couple shots, get a couple stops, get out and, and get into your own offense. Uh, they'll have to slow down Brock McKenzie, who just picked up a, a foul on Brandon Whitney, so he's going to the line. Uh, and also on the offensive end, Coulter, I think, for the Grizz. Get Josh Bannon involved a little bit more, and I want to see Josh Bannon be a little bit more aggressive looking for his own shot. He got a switch a couple possessions ago with Austin Smaley guarding him. Just started cycling back through the offense again. You want to see him take advantage of those matchups. The winner of this game plays ninth-seeded NAU tomorrow. We'll have full updates for you. Happy birthday, man. Thanks for being here. Hey, Coulter, birthday in Boise. It's becoming a tradition. <laughs> Wouldn't want it anywhere else. You gotta love it. Andrew Houghton here uh, on Nuanas now. We're coming to you live from Idaho Central Arena. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. 
for helping get us to our tournament takeover one more time. Paradise Falls, Missoula School's hotspot there on the south side of Missoula, as well as Dazzler's Car Wash, our next-door neighbor at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Keep your car sparkling clean all year long with Dazzler's Car Wash. And also thanks to Palmer's Drug and Lolo Drug. What do Missoulians do best? They support their local stores. Come support your local pharmacy at Palmer's Drug. Palmer's Drug is a retail and compounding pharmacy that is the alternative to big box chain pharmacies. You can expect short wait times, free medications, uh, shipping, and friendly services at Palmer's Drug located at 918 Southwest Higgins in Missoula. Palmer's Drug is the most convenient way to get your prescriptions in the Garden City. Come in and discover how they can serve all of your pharmaceutical needs. couple uh, big uh, high school hoops updates, excuse me, from over the weekend. We gave you all sorts of stuff leading up to uh, our departure for the for Boise from the divisionals. Here's how it went down on the boys' side. Billings West, the top seed in the Eastern AA Divisional. That seed holds. They take down Bozeman in the Eastern AA Championship, 54-48. Uh, so they take the top seed out of the East going into state. Billings Skyview, Bozeman Gallatin are the other teams going from the East to the AA State Tournament. Uh, Billings Skyview beat Bozeman Gallatin, 57-48 for the third-place game. In the West, Missoula Hellgate. They got 15 points each from Asher Top and Connor Dick. They beat Glacier 57-33. Uh, but both teams going to uh, the state tournament in Butte. As are the hometown Bulldogs. Butte High blasts Missoula Big Sky 73-45. Jay Simpson has 17 points to lead the Bulldogs to third place in the Western AA Divisional. Uh, but good rally by Big Sky. They got drilled in their opening game of the Western AA Tournament. But they played their way in. So Missoula sending two teams to Butte both Hellgate and Big Sky from Western AA boys. Also, uh, a note, this is the first time in almost 40 years that neither of the Helena schools for boys basketballers go to the AA tournament. So that's uh, that's something to, to note for sure. In girls uh, AA hoops, Billings West beat defending state champion Billings Skyview 40-35 for the Eastern AA title. Bozeman Gallatin beat Bozeman High, 61-43. So West, Skyview, Gallatin, and Bozeman, your four teams from the East in girls' hoops that are going. The four teams from the uh, West, all three Missoula schools at Kalispell Flathead. And how about the way that Kalispell Flathead won their game? Unbelievable. They hit a walk-off buzzer beater to beat Missoula Hellgate, 46-45. Crazy. Uh, if you want to watch the video, it's all over the Internet. And uh, Hellgate was the team to beat at the Western AA Divisional, but Flathead with a walk-off on their home court uh, to, to win the, the, uh, the Divisional. Missoula Big Skies girls, they remain incredibly scrappy. They fight their way to third place. Missoula, uh, the Big Sky girls, they beat Sentinel 43-39. Canes Couture, one of the best players in the state. She had 21 points. And uh, Avery DeCoy had 13 points. And uh, Missoula Big Sky... Under first-year head coach Travis Williams, they get past their former head coach, Tyler Hobbs, and the Missoula Sentinel Spartans. But all three Missoula girls basketball teams are headed to state. There you go. It's uh, some of the best of the best from over the weekend. We'll have more scores for you tomorrow. Right now, here in Boise, Idaho State up 24-22 to over the Montana Grizzlies. And, again, the winner of this team plays – the winner of this game, excuse me, plays uh, NAU – who replaces the top seed after beating Eastern Washington on a buzzer beater. You missed anything in this show? You can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. 
Had the Montana Basketball Hour, talking all things tournament. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joined us, as did Brian Holsinger of the Lady Grizz, Carmen G. Filler, Sammy Fackett, a couple of his players were from Trisha Binford, plus Cola Badbear and Darian White for the Montana State women's basketball team. Hour number two, we hear from Andrew Houghton, Skyline Sports, as well as Crystal Redpath, our women's basketball analyst here uh, for the Big Sky. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. The Nuanas Now podcast is probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business. It's also presented by the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, the best place to find all your blue and gold gear. I don't even know what we're going to have for you tomorrow other than reactions and analysis from this here contest right now. Some more talk about, I'm sure, the Lady Grizz. Some more talk for sure about the rest of the Big Sky Kairos tournament. Some analysis and interviews probably from around the world of high school sports uh, in the state of Montana and much, much more. But thanks so much for listening and thanks to all of our great sponsors for help sending us here. Dazzler's Car Wash, Grey Wolf Peak Casino, Paradise Falls of Missoula, Palmer's Drug and Lolo Drug, and the Silver Slipper. Couldn't do it without those fine sponsors helping us get to Boise. Uh, this is my 17th Big Sky Conference tournament in a row, so uh, happy to be here, happy this is such a big part of my life, and uh, always one of the biggest weeks of the year. Enjoy yourself on your Monday evening. We'll have full reactions of everything that goes down here uh, tomorrow. Thanks to Jeff uh, in the back for producing the show. And thanks to you for listening. Have yourself a great Monday night. This is Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.